Good morning, Cam. Good morning, Mitch. How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So things been going well for you? Things have been going well, Mitch, and I will save the big reason for later in the show. But yes, uh, it's been a good week. Oh, I'm getting excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that it's something to do with uh, what's delighting you this week. Yes. Okay. That is not in the show notes. So I, this is going to be surprising. I know. It's, uh, I'm, I'm building a suspense for everybody. <laughs> for those that care. I'm not going to ruin it. So we'll, uh, we'll keep, we'll just move on here. So I sent you uh, a audio file the other day, or a, a yes. song, yes, uh, to try out for <laughs> a song, as, 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 as most people call them, a song, <laughs> not an audio file. Yet. So I was You're becoming uh, an audio file, though, aren't you? I, you know, I'm appreciating things uh, a little more than I used to. I I have been an audio guy, but not like the well. If you don't listen to it in lossless, you know, I that's not. That's never been me. I've always felt like if, you know, 128, 192 uh, kilobits per second audio, you know, in an MP3 has been just fine for me. So you're not going to get uh, a wireless DAC like Federico? No, no, I don't. I don't have a need for a DAC. But <laughs> Although I do like the way it looks on a desk. I just have this little box with a knob on it. All right. You heard it here, folks. Within the next six months, Mitch will have a DAC. <laughs> so, but uh, I sat down the other day with my AirPods Max and my phone. And I wanted to see, like, can I notice the spatial audio? Is the lossless a big deal? You know, and try and do a comparison as much as I can, you know, because, you know, you know how stuff sounds. Um, but am I getting the benefit out of uh, spatial audio or lossless? So, so first off, I'll talk about the easy one, lossless. Uh, you know, I feel like maybe the this music sounds just a little bit fuller, but it's not significant enough. I wouldn't pay more for it. So, what uh, what I do like about Apple Music is it gives you that option for free. Mm-hmm. A free on top of your membership. You're not paying an additional premium membership or anything like that. Uh, I wouldn't buy title for that, but I, I do like the fact that we do have this the option to do lossless now. Mm-hmm. But the spatial audio, a little bit different story with the spatial audio. I sent you a song. If you if you guys go to Apple Music and you go to their spatial audio playlist, I'm trying to remember if it has a, a better name than that. <laughs> Probably not. Um, made for spatial audio is yeah. That's exactly what Apple will call it. Yep. So if you go to that audit that playlist and you play through a bunch of stuff, there's there's some stuff. I think what really caught me is um, if you listen to music in a large room, uh, there's a phenomenon called phasing. Music travels. It doesn't just come into existence it travels from the speaker to your ear uh something that i did notice in the spatial audio is you if you listen real carefully you can hear the music traveling um it it might take a fine ear to kind of hear that but but it does feel like it is a much larger sound stage that it's on than if it were just coming over just a standard mp3 without the spatial audio yeah. So for most tracks, I think that's the the takeaway for me. 
Um, there was a track that I sent you the other day. And I'm going to try and see if I can find it here real quick. So I want to get the name right. Um, and quite honestly, I don't know that I say this guy's name correctly. Tiesto? I think so. Um, it's a, I just lost it. It's right in front of me here. Uh, Tiesto and Seven uh, has a song called Boom uh, in that playlist. Boom. Boom. Um, I think out of all the songs that I heard that song and it, and it is an electronic song. So it takes a a lot of advantage of the spatial audio to the point that, um, there's, there's music swirling around you. There's stuff going on behind your head and in front of your head. And well, and like stuff that travels too. That was the coolest part. It was like, it's like, like you could feel it moving across the spectrum. Mm -hmm. It was really, really. I don't know if you got the the same experience I had with the bass that was kicking in that song. Um, Cause I didn't try it on my AirPods pro. I just was listening to my max, which I know is probably going to have better bass, but the bass in that song too was just pounding and, uh, and you could feel it traveling uh, around you a little bit. Not that it, not that it was intended to travel, but you know, if you're in a room where there's a, there's a lot of bass, you kind of, you have this kind of three-dimensional feel to it. It definitely had that where I don't, I don't see that I get that uh, from a non-spatial audio. So the, I was, uh, I was pretty impressed. Were the mids punchy and the treble crispy? Oh, what about, what about, the, what about the high mids, Mitch? The high, the high mids were, were crispy and punchy. Mm, nice. <laughs> uh, see, and uh, you know, and I'm not that kind of audiophile. I'm not a snobby audiophile. I'll put no. it that way. <laughs> um, I you, you notice oh. stuff. <clears throat> we won't name names. No, we won't. <laughs> I want to, but I'm gonna be a good boy, and I'm not gonna do it. If you're talking about who I think you're talking about, you, I don't think he's quite as bad as he was. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's that's that. Now we did talk a little bit just before we we started recording that uh, you've got the beta on your phone now now for a week, right? Yes. The iOS fifteen beta. That is correct, sir. So we talked a little bit. I think I talked a little bit about my experience with it. Um, is there anything you wanted to add about um, about your experience with the beta? Yeah. I mean, so I was thinking about it and like the only really, the only time I really notice that I'm on the beta is when I look at notifications because they look different. And when I use Safari, other than that, it's, it feels the same. And that's unusual in, you know, compared to previous years where there's design changes or significant, but because so much of iOS 15 is, like across all the platforms uh it's less um visually uh apparent mm-hmm. you know across the board in certain places it's obvious like notifications holy cow these look way better now i like oh, them do. a lot and i'm getting used to safari on the iphone um my muscle memory is still to go to the top to hit the url bar um I still don't like the fact that refresh is hidden. I think that's dumb, Hmm. Um, but I am getting used to the bar being on the bottom and I actually kind of like it. Uh, I just need to, you know, 
retrain what, you know, eight years of muscle memory that it's at the top. So that's the only downside, but, um, I like, I like the new, um, tab view where it's a grid mm-hmm. instead of that Rolodex. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, but I think hiding the main buttons, like, you know, refresh is, is still just like, why it literally is like a 15 by 15 pixel icon. You don't need to hide it. Yeah. And it's really helpful. It's the, it's like that and the back button are probably the most used buttons in Safari for a reason. So it's just, I don't, I don't like that, but um, yeah. So overall it's been good. The, the biggest issue I've had with the beta thus far, as far as like um, wonkiness is concerned is the other, the other day I couldn't use speakerphone. Hmm. Like it said speaker was on, but it was only coming out of like the normal and like I toggled on and toggled off and all, and it just wouldn't, wouldn't speaker. Uh, so that's, again, I don't know if that's directly tied to the beta or if my phone was just, you know, choking. Um, but that's really the only significant use, uh, usage uh, issue I've run into since I've had it in the week. So, and I mean, it's, it's publicly at a three. So you would think that a lot of the major stuff would be worked out by then. So it's n- not, um, alarming that I haven't had very many issues with it. So, yeah. And have you had, have you noticed that in the stacks, they do a serious suggestions now for widgets? Yeah. They auto add it. Yeah. And I delete yeah. it every single time I shows up. Yeah. Why don't, these are my stacks. I built mm-hmm. these. How dare you insert your serious suggestions into something that I custom like that's honestly, it really annoys me. And I had forgotten about it because I, deleted them right away when I found mm-hmm. them, but now you have reminded me of it and I'm angry again. <laughs> <laughs> so like, honestly, think about it. This is something like whether or not I have smart rotation on or off and what is in a stack, I have made those decisions consciously and for a reason. How dare you insert serious suggestions and or turn smart search or smart rotate back on. Why don't do that. I made mm-hmm. this. Don't touch what I made. Yeah. So I, uh, that was my initial reaction to the, uh, series suggestions. Um, I have now just like left one widget with the series suggestions on just, just as a test to see. And, um, but, I find them a little useful, you know, normally they're not. And normally it's in one of my throwaway widgets that I threw a widget in, you know, it's kind of taken up the space. I, I like, I have a widget on my entertainment home screen that is just for deliveries. I don't mm-hmm. know if you can see it. It's not picking up on the camera very well, but it's just for deliveries. And I've got nothing in deliveries right now. Um, uh, anything of consequence at least. So if that like pops up and says, Hey, you know, you want to watch the brewer game? And it's like, Oh yeah, I kind of am interested in that, you know? And it does, it did that the other day, which I thought was kind of cool, but I think I was at work, so I couldn't, but you know, just the fact that it popped up and said, Hey, by the way, this is going on right now. Are you interested in checking this out or, you know, um, or re- recommending an app for me or something mm-hmm. like that? Um, found that, find it interesting. I don't, I don't quite find it as maddening, but, uh, but you know, to have one, I mean, I've got on my home screens right now, I have like a minimum of three widgets per, um, per home screen. So so what really annoys me about them adding Siri suggestions is like my phone knows that I use Siri suggestions, but I use them 
on this screen, the pull down where you search for your apps, there's serious suggestions at the top. And I use that all the time because generally the app that I want is there. It's actually quite good. So apparently I'm a creature of habit and do certain things at certain times and Siri has picked up on that. So my phone knows that I use that. Why would they then insert them in random stacks on my widget um, in my widget stacks? Like just don't, don't, don't do that. It's dumb. You know, I use this in one specific spot. Very frustrating. Anyways, sorry. I digress. No, it's all right, man. It's good. Um, we talked a little about quick note last time. Actually, let's not get off of Safari yet. We'll talk about quick note here in a minute. Um, I wanted to make, I would just wanted to make the comment that I'm really getting used to the, the new uh, Safari on Monterey. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand the criticisms of the, uh, the all in one bar uh, at the top, the, the, the single, you know, tab bar, address bar, all that totally get the, the issues that people are having with it. Uh, I really sold myself into just use it that way for a while and see, you know, what, what you look, what you like. And honestly, when they did the reversion this last week um, with beta three and they added the tab bar back now understand, I don't think the tab bar solution that they came up with uh, is the final by any means, but I kind of hate it. It, it, I think it's worse than, than the, the initial one. So be, being that you can go back and you can turn that off. Uh, I went back to the way it was uh, in the initial Safari and Monterey with just the single bar at the top. And I'm, I'm liking it. I, I don't have a problem with it. So I don't think that it's better or worse than the, I mean, <sighs> I have Monterey on my laptop and I have, uh, I have, I'm still on Big Sur on my iMac because I'm not going to change that anytime soon. But jumping between the two safaris, like it's, I don't, I think it feels more modern. It feels, it feels okay. I don't, I don't hate it. I'm just going <laughs> to, just going to leave it there. It, you know, it's a freaking web browser. If I really wanted to get that up in arms about it, I just go, go use Google Chrome and, you know, cause that's, I use that at work most of the time and I'm happy with it, but yes. who needs um, battery life? Yeah. Well, you know, who needs battery life on an iMac that's plugged into power all the time. Yeah. There you go. Fair, fair, fair point. So, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm not finding myself hating it. Like a lot of people are, but as far as, um, iPad OS, it is what it is. I don't know that there's a whole lot to say. There is a little bit to be saved with, uh, with the added space that it provides and, and stuff, but I, I don't, I, I do like one thing about the new Safari, uh, is that when you, and maybe I'll throw a screenshot in for this, but when you, uh, let me send you this and see what you think. I'll text this over to you. Um, when you're on the home screen, the color, the the background goes edge to edge on the screen. And I dig that. I think it looks really nice. Can um, you dig it, sucker? Right. 
Um, so, and then you could, you can judge me by my bookmarks, but, uh, <laughs> but if you look at, if you look at the home screen, like the whole screen is, uh, is that background instead of having uh-huh. the, the toolbar at the top and then, and then having your background. Yeah. Yeah. I think that looks really nice. Um, I have gotten used to the color bleeding into the, um, into the toolbar at the top on a lot of websites. Not all websites work with that. Um, I know like our church website, uh, doesn't because technically the background that it's reading on Squarespace is a different color than what's showing like the header background, uh, because we have an image there instead of the background. So I could go in and change the, the color of the, of that image, but yeah, whatever. Um, and I may do that. I'm working on a redesign right now. So, um, I may do that eventually, but, but yeah, so I'm, I'm happy with it. It, I don't hate it. So (laughs) high praise. So positive. Mm -hmm. So that's high praise. Yeah. So quick note. Uh, I was really hoping that it was quick note was going to be a little bit, uh, I don't know. I'm in a file in the files app and I swipe up to make a note. How hard is it for there to be like a link there that takes you back to that file? You know, if you go into, go into notes and you want to see like what that file or what that note was, is tied to, you know, to be able to go back to that file, it's right in your system, man. That would, that would, to me, that seems like, if I'm going to do a quick note and it's tied to a web page, that's awesome. But if I'm in a file or if I'm, you know, in a, some other context and I'm making a quick note, why is it just going into notes as a, just, just a note? You know, I, I feel like there should be some, something more to it. If that makes backlinks. Sense. Backlinks maybe is the uh, term I was looking for. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's, it's, it's uh, 1.0, right? Right. They have room to grow. That's the slang. It's a 1.0. There's room to grow. There you go. Ding. Show title. Please no. We have to have a better <laughs> show title than that. Uh, I don't know. I felt like I pushed the limit a little bit with the monkey lizard one last time. But eh. oh. But anyway, uh, so have you looked into private relay a whole lot? Uh, not really. Have you? Not really. <laughs> I use uh, ExpressVPN. Me too. Not a sponsor. Right. Yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I do really like ExpressVPN. Um, you're not getting all the features in Private Relay that you would get with a regular VPN. Um, you can't do location shifting. You know, I can't say that I'm in New Jersey. Yeah. I want I've never been to New York, but my internet traffic sure has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there's or, the show title <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a bit wordy but <laughs> so but uh but to me in the private private relay doesn't work with my euros so i don't know what hmm. it is about it but i i keep i get a message back that says private relay is not compatible with your wi-fi or your wi-fi network so i'm not sure if that has something to do with a mesh network or if there's just i don't know yeah, that's a good, good question. I, I installed Eros at the church too, and it does the same thing at the church. So interesting. I just turned it off. 
<laughs> ExpressVPN does a job for me, so I'm not concerned about it. So I did an experiment this last week, uh, or actually since we uh, since I got the beta, I really like the new wallpaper. You know, the little colored blobs on the white or black background. Mm-hmm. And so I decided I was going to do what you do, the uh, light mode during the day, dark mode at night, let it auto switch. Because I think that you're still doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, try and live the cam lifestyle and see how this <laughs> see how this works drink it in my dude <laughs> right so i so i sent you uh screen uh some screenshots of the two different uh modes the light mode and the dark mode the way i have it set up um and if there's any reason for me to continue to do this it is the delight that I get when it goes into dark <laughs> mode at night. Because if, if you look at those two images, mm-hmm. does the dark mode not just look super rich? Like it just looks so nice. Switching from light mode. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it does there's, look nice. There's just something so satisfying about the dark background with the, oh. with the colors. Mm-hmm. You yeah, have to you have to move the audible icon. I'm sorry, you have to. It bleeds into the background. You can't see it. My audible icon? Did I take on your car on CarPlay? Oh, yeah, you know it is what it is. I <laughs> I don't I don't look at that much. Uh, I did show I did send you car CarPlay screenshots as well. I didn't say that to the listeners, but um, well, yeah, those you sent me light and dark for CarPlay. You only sent me dark for your phone. I didn't get a light. Bird. What? You didn't get a light one. Well, that's, that's why I thought you were talking about CarPlay. Sorry. Let me look. But you do love this background. You have it on all of them. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're right. The light one did not come through. Let me uh, remedy that here real quickly. That should be incoming. Cue the elevator music. All right. There we go. The elevator beatbox. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> interesting i just i the white background just doesn't look as nice Mm. even looking at these uh screenshots i'm like yeah i definitely have to go back to black go back to the dark mode but at any rate so i wanted to share those with you and get your your impression of that Mm -hmm. um because i'm like i said i i love that dark mode it just looks so so nice but being being that you usually you seem to like like the dark the light mode a little bit better in my and from what i've gathered uh-huh. um i wanted to get your opinion on well that. i was so i was i was dark mode from the moment it was available on ios mm-hmm. until like i don't know six months ago and then i switched i just switched it off and i was like oh this is a whole new experience i forgot because i was on 24 7 it was dark mode mm-hmm. um but I was starting to have issues where like I would be reading mm-hmm. black background, white text. And like, I would stop reading and I could still see the lines. Like, in front of my, like this is not good for my eyeballs yeah. at all. So I switched back. Um, and I just, I really, I actually do enjoy light mode during the day. I don't like it at night because, you know, I appreciate my retinas mm-hmm. and, you know, so that I also have the, um, uh, 
the mode where like you know it changes the temperature of the screen at night too so it's dark mode plus it's really warm that night shift yeah um yeah there you go that's what it's called so uh but in general like yeah like right now like you can tell but i also have like really soft and subtle gradient backgrounds i don't like the busy ones so much yeah. like 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 yours um mm-hmm. but uh and i actually like on my ipad i have um a black and white photo as the background, which I really like because it makes the colors pop a lot yeah, more. A picture of my daughter throwing a rock in the river. Mm-hmm. She's obsessed with throwing rocks in water. I don't know why. Oh, because she's a child. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny, funny side story. That got me in a lot of trouble when I when I would go out to my grandparents. They lived on the on Lake Winnebago here in Wisconsin. There's and, an actual uh, lake called Lake Winnebago. That's amazing. It's the largest freshwater lake in Wisconsin nice possibly in the world no that would be one of the great lakes <laughs> from the state that i grew up in mitchell no you gotta get um, smitten with the mitten <laughs> nope hey we just man this is an aside of an aside but uh bucks just won the finals last this week i did yeah i, I watched the final four minutes nba champs so who, th- who thought that yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks would win a championship? Good for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, good for them. Brewers are turned, doing pretty good, too. So I've been pretty happy about that. They beat the White Sox last night in pretty uh, convincing fashion. So very good. Anyway, totally not what we're talking about. My grandpa used to get so upset with us when we'd throw rocks in the lake because every year, one of the things that he would do is throw on his waders and walk through this whole area, this the little inlet that that he had um, uh, on the property, and pick up all those rocks and bring them back over to the shore and set them on the shore. So he used to get so mad at us when we would throw rocks in, because they weren't small rocks; they were like decent sized. They they were the rocks for that he had up on the shore to uh, to keep the the soil back, like the retaining wall rocks. So, so <laughs> we we weren't very we were naughty kids. So, but anyway, so your verdict, do you, do you, uh, would you still prefer light mode over dark mode, uh, in my situation? Um, with, well, with that background, I think the dark mode looks better, that background and with the, the widgets and apps that you have on your home screen, I think dark mode does look better, Mm -hmm. but I like, I like my light mode on my phone, my background. Right on. But yeah, I think, <clears throat> yeah, I think, yeah, like I said, in your situation, it's dark mode is, is more pleasant. Cool, cool. I didn't think you'd disagree with me, but I thought, you know, cool. Yeah, um, we, di- we disagree regularly, so, it's, yeah, but every, do. you know, we also agree on a few things, so that's good. Keeps the conversation lively, Mitch. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't mind disagreeing with you as long as... uh as long as we get some good conversation out of it. <laughs> as long as you know that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I honestly have never had an issue with people disagreeing with me as long as they're willing to hear me out. and understand Oh, yeah. And that's exactly your point. Exactly. If you still don't disagree with me after you've heard my argument, then or if you still disagree with me after that, I, I can live with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's the folks that refuse to listen that mm-hmm. are the reason society is what it is but we'll put a pin in that conversation and save it for another time or or you run into that person that just doesn't want to listen 
you know, all their their only point in the conversation is to to argue their point. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm louder, so that makes me right. No, no, that's no not it probably how that makes works. you more wrong than it does right. But but anyway, uh, we've talked a little bit on the show, I think, about my Hulu uh, setup over the course of the year. Um, do you recall this? That we would uh, we would bump our Hulu subscription up in the fall. In oh the yeah, so you could get football. Mm-hmm. Go Lions. Yep. <laughs> Good luck this year, by the way. Oh my gosh. I quite honestly, so I believe that the all the world's problems can be solved with a spreadsheet. <laughs> and so I I, I love your down, optimism. Yeah, I sat down with the spreadsheet. <laughs> there are not enough spreadsheets in this world. Uh, said no right one now. said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> So I sat down the other day because I was going, I wanted to look at um, what the difference would be between continuing to do things the way that we're doing them and coming up with a better option. So there's a part of this conversation I want to be very careful not to go too deep into because it's going to transition into what's delighting me this week. So the the current uh, plan that we had with Hulu, um, we would uh, we would do twelve dollars a month for six months out of the year, um, and that was just your basic uh, Hulu with or Hulu with no ads because ads suck and yeah we we don't like watching ads. And then when we would get into the fall to be able to get the no ads with Hulu with live TV. And we also uh, bought the enhanced DVR feature that would give us more DVR space. Mm-hmm. And there's like an enhanced no ads something with that as well. Uh, so we we would up for that. And long story short, it was $85 a month to do that. Which to me was it's a crazy. lot more than 12. It's a lot more than 12. <laughs> um on top of that, we're paying Spectrum $67 a month for uh, our internet. Mm-hmm. I threw in a couple of, uh, into the spreadsheet, I threw in a couple of the um, sub- subscription services that we pay for. So Disney Plus and Peacock. Uh, um, we do have Amazon and uh, Apple TV Plus, but I don't include those because we have those in bundles. Mm-hmm. Um, so to piece those out, uh, didn't make as much sense. Putting all that stuff together, um, when we would do the uh, just regular Hulu with no ads, uh, no live TV, uh, it was $97 a month for all of that stuff together. Uh, it went up to $170 a month for the fall. Mm-hmm. And, and when I shared this with my wife, she's like, holy crap, that's a lot of money. And it, and it, and it is. You know, and that includes our internet. So, you know, put that into, put that into, um, perspective, perspective. Thank you. So we're, uh, so we looked at a few different options and what I, what it came down to. So we switched to spectrum here a few years ago, spectrum cable. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was relatively happy with what they had to offer channel wise and stuff like that, but their, their box sucks. 
send your box back to the 90s that's where it belongs i mean seriously the inner the interface is terrible skipping commercials that experience is awful <laughs> um it it was just it felt like we went from being in the 21st 21st century to going back you know 10 years in in uh in hardware design and software design it was it was just terrible their their systems need a huge refresh so in doing it this time um my wife and i have had tivo service before uh-huh. and, and we used to have a, a box or we still have the box but we don't really get very good in, uh, antenna service here because of where we live there's it's real hilly and the service that we get is out of Madison, so it's a it's a distance away from us, and so it becomes very challenging for us to get any kind of like regular service. So I tried for a while to do uh, the uh, Plex Pass with the DVR um, options and stuff like that with our antenna, and it just I never got any satisfying. Uh, um, service from that but uh-huh. we did use when when we lived up in the dells we did use a um a tivo box there that we got fairly decent service there so you know the tivo box worked really well for us there i was very happy with the tivo box and kind of sad when we we had to uh put it in the closet and retire it because <laughs> it just we we couldn't get the antenna service we needed and that that particular box was only for ota so Okay. I, I, uh, you couldn't use it for anything else. Fast forward to, uh, a week ago or a little over a week ago, I'm talking to my wife about this and I says, you know, if we bought the TiVo box, we paid for the monthly service and we signed up for spectrum, here's what it would cost us. So keep in mind, $97 a month for um, for Hulu, it, it came out to about $109 without the, without the cost of the hardware. It came out to $109 a month for the Spectrum service and the TiVo, uh, the $15 a month for TiVo and mm-hmm. our subscription services. So um, that's including internet and uh, the, the, T, the cable TV service. Again, Spectrum server, I'm sorry, the TiVo service and our streaming services. So $109 a month um, for all compared of Compared to the 170 to Compared to $97 a month uh, for Hulu without live TV and $170 a month for Hulu with live TV. Gotcha. So, and the fact that I just felt more and more like it just really sucked to have to switch the services back and forth all the time because you would get the Hulu with live TV and now suddenly you have all this stuff you can watch and record and and all that stuff. And then you go back to six months of, you know, now I got to buy my stuff from, from, uh, from Apple to, you know, a couple of shows that, that I wanted to watch, buy it from Apple and do, which I didn't never had a problem with, but just mm-hmm. that switching back and forth uh, created some liabilities for us. So I said, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it permanent. And so we switched back to cable. Interesting. With the TiVo. 
And uh, it was pretty awesome uh, the way it worked because I literally I ordered my TiVo on Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday or Wednesday from from uh, from Amazon. I got it from Amazon, not direct from TiVo because I saved myself about one hundred and fifty dollars on the box doing it that way. And I called Thursday morning. I called Spectrum and got everything set up with them. Uh, you know, got the cable card sent, which I thought was going to be a bigger pain in the butt than it was, but it wasn't. You know, they were they set up they set that up really easily with me and and sent me the cable card and everything. I got everything on Friday. Nice. And I had the I had the TiVo, the cable card, everything hooked up. Um, Friday night. Now I was busy with some stuff, so I wasn't able to get it all. I didn't finish connecting it until like late Friday night. But the and one little tip, if you do ever go to TiVo and you set up a TiVo, if you do not buy the service from, if you don't buy the box from TiVo, it is not pre, what's the word, pre-authorized or it's not set up for you ahead of time. So what you have to do is you have to go in, you have to, to authorize it online before it, you can actually go through all the setup service, which is not, it was like a little footnote in their directions. Um, so it's not super intuitive. I kind of banged my head against that for a little bit before I went back and I read more carefully. I was like, oh, I got to go set up the service online <laughs> first. So, uh, but once I did that, everything's, everything's been working really well. So. So that's well, that where is, I'm going to stop that. That's um, an interesting journey, Mitch. Yeah. So how do you get your TV service? YouTube TV. YouTube? I've been a YouTube TV since it came out like so, four or so five I, years ago. I tried it. Now, how does a DVR service work? Because it seemed like it wanted to kick me over to video on demand. Unlimited DVR. So if you record a program right now, you can watch it right now. Yeah. Okay. Because that was not my experience. Um, I tried to record, I set up the service. I tried to record um, a SmackDown on a Friday night mm -hmm. and then go and watch it right away on Saturday morning. And it wasn't available. Um, when was this? A couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. No, you can like, so even if you're like, if it starts at seven, you hop on at seven forty-five. Mm -hmm. you can say join live or start from beginning. Yeah. And then um, sometimes it will record multiple instances of the show. And so when you click on it, you can say watch and you choose which version you want. Okay. Um, but I've never had an issue where I wasn't able to watch anything that I recorded, whether it was already completed or, you know, in progress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it did not record the Friday night SmackDown and it wanted to push me to the video on demand, which was not available yet. So yeah, I've never had an issue with it not recording the stuff that I wanted to record. I have it set up to re and you can. So like the cool thing is like, especially like with sports, you can set it to record just one game, all of a specific team's games or all of the league games that it shows. So like I have it set up to record like all of the CONCACAF Gold Cup games, mm -hmm. but only to record the Arsenal, Chelsea, uh, uh, Premier League games. Yeah. Not, you know, all of the permanent, just specific teams. Um, and so like when tournaments come up, like, like the world cup, I'll have it record all the world cup games 
and not just a specific team. So you have, you have um, some granularity control there, which is, I, I really like um, I can watch it wherever I'm at on any device. It's like 65 bucks a month. That's it. Mm-hmm. I get all the channels I want unlimited DVR. I can watch it on my phone, on my iPad, on my computer, on my Apple TV. I can watch it at my parents' house when I'm in Detroit visiting. Um, so for me, it's, it's an all-in-one package that works. They keep adding channels and every once in a while the price goes up. Like I think when I got in, it was like 40 bucks a month and now it's 65, yeah. but it's still only 65 bucks a month. So for, it falls, falls down on, for one reason for me. What's that? doesn't have the history channel it doesn't have the history channel. <laughs> i watch the history channel like crazy I, that's that's I, like i can honestly my, say one of my main channels i do not yep. it has all the but, channels that i want and mm-hmm. then about 40 that i don't care about yeah and the that's two- the annoying part is they don't do tier packages Mm-hmm. So like, they're like, Hey, we've, up, we've, uh, we're changing the price by going up $5 a month, adding all these great channels. I don't want any of these channels, mm-hmm. but and yeah. so that the one, the one part where it does fall down for me is there are no packages or tiers that you can subscribe to. Right. Um, cause I would certainly pay less for less channels, but that's not an option. No, but the history channel, honestly, when we would step down our, our stuff from and Hulu, the two shows that I would buy on at, on from Apple are both History Channel shows, um, The Curse of Oak Island and uh, Forged in Fire. I think those are both History shows. So, yeah, big History fan, like History. Oh, that's a bummer. Then that YouTube TV won't work for you. No, but I, I'm super happy with what we're doing here. So, um, and I'll, I'll share a little bit more, um, in the delighting me section about how that's working for me. So, but so YouTube TV is the only one you go with, or you have some other services? Uh, yeah. So YouTube TV, um, and then I'm currently paying for Netflix, which I, I go on and off with, uh, I'm watching the blacklist, which I find quite entertaining. Did you ever That's watch a good that? Show. Oh yeah. We, my wife and I are both into the, I'm on season three and it's, uh, I just usually monster of the week shows aren't really my vibe. Um, mm-hmm. unless they're funny, like psych, which I think is one of the best TV shows of all time. You can hate me mm-hmm. if you want that. I don't care. It's hysterical. And if you don't like it, you're wrong. Um, but like most like crime based monster of the week shows are really not my jam, but I find blacklist very funny and actually, uh, pretty intriguing from a storyline perspective like they the 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 meta narrative the meta narrative is very intriguing and so it's 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 less about you know which bad guy they're catching this week and more about okay what trying to figure out and like okay this means that and that means this and trying to piece together ahead of time what's going to happen and the amount of times i've been wrong so far is equal parts infuriating and intriguing like okay this this show actually is going somewhere i think and i hope because all of the obvious tropes, they dangle in front of you and then they veer, you know, yep. uh, mm-hmm. which I actually find quite refreshing from a show. So, so I'm going to tell you this only because I want to warn you to be careful that you don't spoil yourself. Um, they just a few weeks ago was the series finale. Oh, okay. So they, everything is out there now. 
Well, so, I, I haven't, I don't Google it or anything like that. Yeah, I just, so my, my only, uh, keep, uh, keep yourself spoiler free because, okay. uh, it, the ending is satisfying. And at the same time, doesn't can't hear you. So, can't hear you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so, but like I, I went for like a year without Netflix and then I brought it back for, there's another show that on that's on there. That is really good. It's called Lupin. It's a, it's a French series and it's about, uh, these novels, um, the gentleman burglar, Arsene Lupin, and this guy that uh, takes what he did and kind of adapts it to modern day France and his sort of escapades. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's overdubbed in English, so you don't have to read the subtitles if you don't want. Um, but it's 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 a really good show. I recommend that. And then, of course, I have Disney Plus because. Uh, I have a four-year-old and I like, oh. I like star Wars and Marvel. So there's that. Um, and then Apple TV plus comes with an Amazon come with, like you said, the bundles that I have for other things, you know, iCloud mm-hmm. storage and music and two day shipping with Amazon. Um, <clears throat> another show that I've been, that I'm rewatching on Amazon prime is Jack Ryan. I have not oh, dipped into that one. Dude. Oh, Mitch. It's so good. It's so good. There's two seasons of it. I cannot wait for the third one to come out. It's super good. Couple uh lots lots of swears. I would assume that from that show. Yeah. But yeah, Ted, so Ted Lasso's back. I know season yeah. I'm excited. Did about you that watch one season too. one? Yeah, it's hysterical. It's not so it's good. not it's not the most none of these shows are the most wholesome <laughs> but that's so the problem good. With good t- i know that's the problem yeah. with tv is the best the best stuff isn't the best i'm gonna that makes i'm sense. gonna try and get my wife to watch uh schmigadoon with me i don't know what that one is, that's, oh, is uh, that, oh that's the new cecily strong and uh who else is in it who's the guy i hate to uh like tap on it but that's it's on uh yeah, yeah who's I don't know who's the names. male actor? It's gonna make me tap on this, and that's gonna accidentally start something. No, it didn't. Okay. Um, yeah. Keegan Michael Key. There it is. Okay, there we go. That's a show that's uh, that takes place in a musical. <laughs> like these two people get transformed or transported into the musical. And from what I'm understanding is that they have to they have to find true love to get out. So it's at a cheesy premise, but it looks like it's good. It looks like they're really fun. Well, and those two are hysterical. So I'm sure it's going to be quite funny. Yeah. So looking forward to digging into that one. I did. I did open up the Apple TV app, not to go through all my Apple TV shows, but uh, because I was trying to find the release date for foundation, which is September 24th. Oh, I'm that one does look interesting. excited about that. I've read the first foundation book. Okay. And uh, I know that the series is kind of, it's basically based in that world. The way the foundation books are written, it's, it's, I think it's near impossible to actually adapt those perfectly to uh, TV, but to use the characters, use the, the, the um, concepts that are in the books and stuff like that. I think this show looks like it could be really good. I really hope they, they do it well. So I'm afraid it's just going to be another uh, shoot 'em up sci-fi show, but yeah, but I mean, for the amount of like 
like how early they debuted the trailer for it. And like, I think they're hoping like this is their game of Thrones, right? Yeah. They I need so too. now who knows. Right. But uh, the visuals look amazing. So I think that I think so far it looks like it's really, really well done, but, but yeah. So trying to think of if I'm, we've been watching anything else. I I'm rewatching uh, the original uh, Transformers cartoons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just about done. Just about done, but I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, Transformers. So I figured I got, I, I don't know that I've actually done a full rewatch of them before. So going back and rewatching them there, there's a lot that's terrible about them, but uh, mm-hmm. when we were kids, it didn't matter. It was, it was fun. Just a way to sell us toys, but Transformers yeah. toys are pretty cool, though. They are pretty cool. I'd love to go back and and uh, collect all the Gen One uh, toys again, but uh, I don't think I could afford that. I was going to say those are probably uh, not cheap at this point. For... Nerds be driving prices up, Mitch. So. <sighs> I, I didn't plan on talking about this and it's not in our show notes today, but I'm really excited about it. So I wanted to share because uh, it, it's kind of coming up to like our childhood and stuff like that. So I'm guessing like all kids, you were into Legos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm on the verge of getting into doing like Lego modeling and stuff. Um, building models out of Legos. Not oh, so like, you're not going to be modeling like, for Lego? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realized after I said that, that this joke is coming whether I like it or not. So uh-huh. I, I better get ahead of this one. <laughs> there, there are sites, uh, Rebrickit, I think is one of them that, that I went to, uh, where you can um, look up uh, like customer user made um, models. And they have all the parts that you need. They have the directions in them, all that kind of stuff. Have you watched The Expanse? Yes. Also a great show. The Rosinante is available Mm. on this website uh, in two different versions um, that you can build the Lego models for. Now, you got to do a little work because you've got to find a place where you can buy all the parts. Mm -hmm. um, And you got to, you got to put it all together, but you can, I, I bought the, uh, the, manual for it and it comes with a complete parts list uh step-by-step directions to put it together all this kind of stuff and this one actually came with the uh image files for printing the stickers to go on it to to uh to make it more true to form like that this is the one that i got there's two different versions of it there's a, a lighter looking version i think that's from earlier in the show and then later in the show, they it's more dark. They they painted it a uh, darker color. I'm trying to remember if it's the the opposite way around or not. But um, but there's like two different versions of the way it looked. Mm-hmm. So I've got the lighter of the two. Um, I would love to build the darker of the two sometime too. But so I discovered a place down on the south side of Madison. It's actually in Fitchburg where you can go in and you can buy all your parts individually. And they sell them by the pound. So, <laughs> so you basically, you fill your bag with parts, you walk up, you put it on the scale and you pay, pay for how, how heavy your bag is. And no joke. Lego I priced, meat market. 
I priced these parts out on, uh, on the online and it, they were over $800 for all the parts I needed to put this together. Um, how much is Lego per pound? It, uh, not, not, uh, this is not at the store. This is through other websites online. Um, and that included shipping and stuff like that too. But I've been told, and I, and I have not verified this uh, myself, but I've been told that if I go to the store and I buy all the parts that I need, because it's pay per pound, it's going to be like 20 bucks to get all the parts I need. That, okay. That, that Delta between 820 is yeah, ludicrous. It's huge. Now my, my, my feeling on it is that these are not the authentic Lego parts because Lego no longer has a patent on their parts. So other companies can manufacture them and that these are not official Lego pieces. Um, but they're, they're, they're manufactured to the Lego standards and, and they, and they're interchangeable. But, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty, I'm kind of excited about this. I want to, I want to, I want to do it. They're called Lego bricks. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> but it's a, it's a, um, store. It's actually a chain of stores called, uh, bricks and minifigs. <laughs> and you might even be able to find one near you, but, um, but yeah, they do like, uh, they sell all these parts and then they have tables in back where people can come and they can build. And you can actually build the whole project before you buy it. It just can't leave the store. And then when you're all done, you just walk up, you put it on the scale and they charge you for, uh, for how heavy it is. So interesting. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like fun. So anyway, that's totally aside to what we were talking about today, but I'm pretty excited about it. So, <clears throat> so what's delighting you today, Cam? Oh, Mitch. Oh, Mitch. It's not just delighting me today. It's been delighting me for the last five and shall continue to delight me every day. Mm. I got a new car. You got a new car. And it is glorious. So like a month ago, uh, I got T-boned driving home from picking my daughter up from the babysitters. Um, the babysitter lives three minutes away. And in that, in that, and that's only because there's a stoplight. <laughs> if there wasn't a stoplight, it would be like, you know, a minute and a half or two. Uh, and we were driving and this guy, we're just on a side street and this guy pulled out from a stop sign with this giant Dodge Charger and just drove straight into the driver's door. All the airbags on the inside, the side curtain airbags, not the front ones, all on both sides, all went off. Scared the crap out of my daughter. It sounded like a gunshot went off inside the car. Very loud. Dust in the air, like all that is gross. So everyone was fine, including my daughter, which was, you know, the only thing I cared about. Um, and two weeks go by. Car has been sitting at the shop. State Farm claims portal says repairs in progress. And I'm like, all right, I know there's like shipping delays on stuff right now, but two weeks should be plenty of time to get a door. So I call the collision shop. They're like, oh, yeah, we've never heard from your insurance company. <laughs> they squeeze me. It's been two weeks and the car's just been sitting there and you haven't done anything with it. No, we haven't heard from your insurance company. OK, this is what happens when you leave professionals to do their jobs, apparently. So I call my insurance company. And she's like, well, actually, they've decided we've decided to total your vehicle. And not repair it. I'm like, well, that's information I could have used two weeks ago because I'm borrowing a car from friends this whole time. 
two weeks, right? So I'm annoyed. And she's like, well, I know that the, the online portal can be kind of confusing. I'm like, no, it's not confusing. It says repairs in progress. That's about as simple a sentence as there is. Repairs are in progress. Words mean things. And those all mean that there's work being done on the car currently. So anyways, they total the car. Takes a couple of days to get the check. I have to find a new car. Um, and I wanted this particular car. And I'm saving the reveal for, for a few minutes. Since I was like 10 or 12. I remember there was a guy down the street that had uh, an all white sporty version of this car. And I fell in love with it then. And I've wanted one ever since. And I'm 34 now. So, you know, this has been a a, a desire for a long time. So I start searching on Carvana. Are you familiar with them? Yes, I am. So uh, I went and they have a nationwide database of cars. And so I started searching for this car. And I found one in Arizona, a 2015 BMW 328i, 68,000 miles in great shape, uh, all leather seats, heated front seats, sunroof, uh, backup camera, satellite navigation, the whole, like the whole nine yards for a ridiculously reasonable amount of money. I'm paying less per month for this car than I was for my Ford Escape. Hmm. Let's put it that way. So I've upgraded my vehicle extremely and I'm paying less for it. Uh, now it's, there's a few other factors that go into that. Um, but I found one and they shipped it from Phoenix to Chicago for free. And I got it out of a car vending machine, <laughs> which <laughs> might be the most American thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, I've I've seen pictures. I've never seen it. I've never it's, seen the, it the is thing. Quite possibly the most over-engineered thing I've experienced in my life. So you show up, you know, uh, you sign all your you do all your contracts online, but they walk you through everything. You sign a few like things, so they can. The best thing is, is they get your license plates. So in in Illinois, it's different than other states based on laws, but like in Illinois, they do the title and registration for me. They get my plates for me. I never have to go to the DMV to do any of this. They, they do it all for me and they just mail it to me, which is amazing. But they, they get like a coin that's like the size of like, a, you know, a good size donut in, in uh, circumference. Yeah. And you walk up to this tower and you drop it in. And Dude, I wasn't I'm really, this. I wasn't really expecting it. Like, or, but like the tower goes from blue to orange and then like, like there's sound effects. And then, so, <laughs> and you're like standing just, like, I want to go to one of these places and just hang out and wait for somebody to buy their car. <laughs> well, so there was this, this mom and daughter that were there that were, they were uh, trading in their car or selling it or something. And I walked up and put it in and they got up and they walked over and they're like, well, this is the, like, this is crazy. I was like, so we're like all giggling like children. Cause like, this is, I'm getting, and so the one here in Chicago is, I think it's seven cars tall and there's cars on all four sides. So it's 28 cars. And yeah. it's this giant um, like elevator that spins and everything. And so all the cars are on these big blue metal trays. And so my car was all the way to the top. So it shot all the way to the top, reached out, pulled my car on the big blue tray down and then came down. And as it's coming down, it's spinning and there's like sound effects going on. <laughs> and then when the car lands in front of you, it does like, like four beauty passes where like, it'll spin. So you can see the left side then it'll spin. So you can see the right side. And then you can look at the back and so like, it's like showing off for you. And then it <laughs> slides it over 
to uh, like a bay that has doors that open and then you can get it. They, they get in the car, put your license plate on, drive it out for you. And there's like lights in the ground. So I'm imagining <laughs> at night, this is way cooler. I got it at like, yeah. you know, in the afternoon. Um, but it was like this whole dog and pony show about and, and then I felt ridiculous because it was a BMW. Like, oh my yeah. God, here I am, like this, you know, <laughs> this this single white guy in his mid-30s getting his BMW out of a car vending machine and is doing all this hoopla. <laughs> I'm like, oh, why didn't I just get like a Daihatsu? <laughs> uh, but then uh, I got in the car and immediately fell in love. Yeah. It's an incredible vehicle. And it uh it goes real fast, Mitch. <laughs> it has 240 horsepower, mm-hmm. which is about 140 more than anybody needs, really. Right. <laughs> and it has, uh, it's got an, an economy mode, a normal mode, and then a sport mode. And not only does that change the settings on the drivetrain, the transmission and the engine, it also changes the settings on the um, suspension. Mm-hmm. And this car is already very nimble handles like a freaking dream uh sport mode it is it's real zippy (laughs) i very much have to be careful with speed limits everywhere now because it is like i'll just be cruising i'm like yeah i'm doing like 30 35 and i look down i'm doing like 48 i'm like i'm barely (laughs) touching the pedal on this thing and it just cruises but Mm -hmm. it's uh it is something that I have wanted for a long time. Um, I used to be really, really, really into cars when I was younger. And then I realized how expensive they were. And I was like, yeah, guitars are fun and cheaper. Still, still, you know, relatively, but not, not car expensive, you know? Um, and I've always, when I was married, I always drove the crappier of whatever two combination, a combination of two vehicles we had always had my wife always had the nice car and I always drove the crappy one. Um, but now I, I had the opportunity because this gentleman unwittingly drove into the car and there's a whole backstory about why I hated that Ford escape anyways, that I don't need to get into now. Um, but I was actually really happy when they totaled it. I was yeah. for, for personal reasons, very happy. Um, but then I also realized that it afforded me an opportunity for the first time in my life to purchase a vehicle for myself that I actually wanted and wasn't, yeah a total hoopty, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was just a really neat moment of like, okay, the past two years have been really hard. Um, but I'm, I'm in a position now where I can do something that I've nice for myself that I've wanted to do for a long time, but have put off because I was trying to, you know, to do nice things for other people. Mm-hmm. And the, the irony and not even ironies, this is like one of those, like I literally laughed out loud when I found this out, it was supposed to come on Thursday of, so two Thursdays ago, like 10 days ago, but there was a transportation delay and it wasn't going to show up until Tuesday. And I, at first I was like, Oh my God, this is so dumb. Like, fuck, how do you not know the car is not in Chicago? Like I got to think a text message at Wednesday night during youth group at like seven o'clock, right after I finished the Bible study, your car has been delayed. And I was supposed to pick it up in the morning. I was like, this morning you said it was there. You knew it wasn't there. So anyways, they delayed it to Tuesday. And then later that night, I realized Tuesday's July 20th. July 20th is the one year mark of my divorce. And so that's when I started laughing out loud. I was like, this is a total, like, this is God being funny because of 
the reasons why I didn't like the car that I had previously. And now I get to replace that car with a car that, that I want and have wanted for a long time on a day that, you know, otherwise would have been a really not great day for me, you know? Uh, so it was just quite, um, quite funny that it all shook out that way. Um, so anyways, as you can tell, I like, I'd like the car. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited for you, man. That's cool. So yeah, it's, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I think after this, I'm going to go drive. There's a coffee shop, like, I don't know. 200 miles away. (laughs) No, there there is one in Iowa that I want to go to, but I I don't have time for that today. I have to, we have a, we have a game night for the youth group tonight. So I have to be back by like, you know, six. You can make it. Yeah, I could, but I'm 240 horsepower. (laughs) (laughs) No, but there is a, can the cops even keep up? Yeah. Oh yeah, Yeah. sure. But I'm finding excuses to get in the car and just Mm -hmm. go somewhere. Yeah. Um, I had that experience when I got, got the Jeep. Cause man, I, I just, it's fun to just be out mm-hmm. around. So well, like I enjoy driving. It's for me, it's a pleasurable experience, especially like if, when I can get out of the city and get out into the country, which here mm-hmm. isn't hard to do. Like I live in the city, but like I'm, I'm legit in one direction, five minutes from the country. And then in the other direction is 20, Yeah, you know, so it doesn't take long. And then you know, if I want to go downtown Chicago, that's only an hour. Um, but it's, I have plenty of options to get out and just enjoy, you know, which by the way, I have it in the back of my head to, uh, meet up with you in Chicago to go to uh, some wrestling event at some point. That'll happen. Yeah. I mean, cause now that they're starting, they're out touring again. Yeah. Well, they're going to be in so. Chicago's on the list. Um, and it'll yeah, be all just, state, so it I don't know what it's for though wasn't at a convenient time and I was checking tickets and they're all nosebleeds. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. So I thought we'd, we'd have to do a little bit more planning. Yeah. I, yeah, I, uh, I saw, I, I went to uh war games um, mm-hmm. when it was in Chicago and it was amazing. And that was the one where Kevin Owens showed up and yeah. I, people lost their minds. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. That was, that was like right before, you know, a couple months before everything shut down, it was November of what 2019. Wrestling's fun, <laughs> fun again. <laughs> People, yeah. I don't know. I watched Raw and SmackDown this week only because there were crowds back, and I wanted to see what that was going to be like. Yeah, but I still think NXT is better. I know we disagree on this. I, you know, you and I don't disagree. Oh, I, oh, uh, I've been enjoying NXT. It's, it's a different product. Oh, totally. You know, 100%. 100% different product. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I watched AEW this last week too, just to be like, okay, I'm going to dip my toe back in and see like, is the product, has the product gotten better? And marginally, like, I mean, it's not. <laughs> I, you've got to approach it a little bit more like WCW or, uh, like they're, they're trying to be edgier. They're trying to be the the young upstart that's trying to take on the Goliath, mm-hmm. you know, and they're taking shots every so often at, at WWE, which I think is kind of tasteless, but <clears throat> just be yourself. Yeah. Enjoy, enjoy. And you know, the, the closing match was a bloody you know, and unashamedly bloody. 
you know, not, yeah, they not like that they were, blood. not that they tried to go overboard with it, but they, they did it, you know? Um, so it's, it's kind of, I wouldn't say attitude era kind of stuff, but it, it's, uh, I mean, I think they're trying to emulate some of that kind of stuff from, from back in the day. So yeah. the, the main event was a, uh, was a, it's essentially a last man standing match. They call it something else. Um, want to say like a death match or something like that, but, but yeah, it's a little more aggressive sounding. Yeah. It, well, and that's, I think that's the point. So, yeah, <clears throat> but no, I've been enjoying the crowds being back and, um, you know, Cena's back at least for a little bit. <laughs> Uh, Balor got is back in SmackDown, mm-hmm. which I think is could be interesting. Although he's been on two shows now and hasn't said a word yet. Uh, so, on purpose, on purpose. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're they're going to modify the character or what they're going to do with it. But uh, well, he still has all the prints. Um, yeah, I really liked what he was doing which, in NXT. Yeah, because that that was an NXT version of Finn yeah. Balor. That was never main main uh main roster. So the fact that he's brought at least that um that branding, if you will, back sure. to the main roster is um but like his first match was against Sami Zayn, who's a heel, and Finn was a heel. Yeah. Well, he was kind of like a like a stone cold like you know the um anti-hero sort of because everyone right. loves him. He's yeah. incredible. But which it's a good place for him. Yeah. You know, I, I well. like the character. So Mm-hmm. But anyway, I should get around to what's delighting me. Oh yeah, you got any guesses? Uh, it has to do with television. And oh, it's that that TiVo man. The TiVo. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't even know TiVos were still a thing. So oh yeah, well the the you know the TiVo that's available right now, the TiVo Edge is a few years old. Um, you know they haven't, and the company itself, I don't think is faring as well as it once was but mm-hmm. but at the same time like i think their stuff is is decent you know that does the job it looks great it's modern i think the one area where they could do a better job is uh the apps that they the streaming apps that they offer um are not up to date they've they have a a streaming uh for lack of a better way to put it like a stick or you know it's not really a stick but they have a little streaming dongle mm-hmm. uh that you can connect to your TV now that has a lot more apps available but like Disney Plus and Peacock and that are not available on the on the regular boxes so and they don't have like where you can download apps and stuff so it's either installed or it's not oh, so gotcha. um but i've got my apple tv i can manage that for now it's not a big deal uh, but what it, where this box excels for me, and you talked a little bit about like the sports stuff, mm-hmm. being able to, it does all that where you could, where I can say, Hey, you know, I want you to record all the brewer games and it just records all the brewer games. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll do that with the Packer games too, for me and, and stuff like that. But, um, there is a button on it called the skip button. And, and you have two different modes that you can use. And this thing, this is probably the best implemented uh, way that I've ever seen this done in any DVR boxes. Basically, uh, if now it it's, hasn't been on all the, the shows that I've recorded, uh, but 
it seems like if I leave it for a day or so, all of a sudden they show up. And I think it has to do with uh, the, there must be a database somewhere that, that um, collects all the shows and then blocks out where the ads are. Uh, and then uh, sends those back with, with the, with the, the DVR content because I have had some shows that I've recorded that initially, cause there's a, there's actually a little thing that says skip behind the recording um, that indicates whether or not it works with this or not. Um, so they, they must, uh, there must be some processing that happens in the background to where it eventually that skip pops in. Cause I think that happened with, I want to say that happened with NXT this last week that uh, it recorded and then like the next day I was going to go in and watch it and then kind of ran out of time. And then the day after that, I went back in to watch it. And now all of a sudden now it had the skip feature. Um, but it does it one of two ways. And the way it comes out of the box is it's in manual mode. So if you're watching the show and the, the commercial break starts, there's a big green button on the remote that you hit and it pops right to the end of the commercial break. There's none of this like 30 seconds, yeah. 30 seconds, 30 seconds, or like on the Apple TV, 10 seconds, 10 seconds, 10 <laughs> seconds. Um, it skips right to the end of the commercial break. Now there's an automatic mode that you don't even have to touch the button. It just automatically skips the, the ad break, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's so, nice. Um, it's just a little bit jarring because it's it's very it's not like careful at all about how it does it. It's just <laughs> it's just like Oh, and now, you know, we'll be back in a second and I'll boom, all of a sudden you're, you're at the end of the commercial break. And yeah, it, it's a little bit jarring when you first, when you first experience it, but, uh, but it's very, very cool how, how that works. That is nice. Yeah. YouTube TV does not have that feature. It's, uh, there's some really cool stuff with, um, how it searches, how the, um, how the, What's the word that I'm looking for? The how it manages the DVR settings, and the fact that I can set up a DVR setting to record. What was a setting that I was really impressed with the other day? Um, there was a setting that I was just was very surprised that that they offered, and I can't remember what it was now. But the settings that you have on your DVR are just insane. Oh, they have a setting that says, well, if, do you want to record everything or do you want to start with a particular season of a show? It's mm. like, I'm going to admit, I, I really enjoy SpongeBob. <laughs> but I don't want to record all of SpongeBob. You know, <laughs> I've, I know that I've watched up through the eighth season. And I think there's 12 seasons now, something like that. And they're playing a lot of stuff from the later seasons. So I basically told it, I said, okay, season eight forward is all I want. So it's like, oh, okay. So now it only records anything that's that's season eight or later. So from all the reruns. So I, I thought that was that really is pretty cool. clever. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with my TiVo. What's the, what's the place that SpongeBob lives again? Bikini Bottom. There we go. Yeah. Goodness. Which, if you don't think about it too hard, doesn't is fine. But if you start thinking There's, about it a lot, I, isn't there a lot in that show that's <clears throat> more adult friendly? <clears throat> Where am I mistaken? 
that's like a lot of those shows made for kids nowadays that they've got to put something in there for the adults. But that's one of the few like cartoons that I watch that you could probably get away with watching with your kids. That that makes me laugh out loud. It's funny. Drives my wife crazy, so I got to kind of be careful when I watch it, but she's not a fan. <laughs> Speaking of my wife, I was going to tell you this while we were while we were not recording, but uh, but she told me this morning that she wanted me to let you know that she was okay with me uh, telling her she couldn't she couldn't look at Facebook at church. So. <laughs> so i forgot about that so we, we we talked about that on the last episode after we got done recording i went and i picked her up from church or from from work rather and as we were driving home i was like okay so i need to make a confession real quick before you listen to the episode this week <laughs> I, said, I said i did make a joke about you uh looking at facebook while you're at church and she's like you know i don't look at facebook i was like yeah i know it wasn't necessarily facebook she's like no i'm usually on amazon shopping <laughs> i was like all right we are definitely taking that off your phone uh, <laughs> i was just kidding <laughs> you know I got I got to tell you a couple of things about my wife. I love the crap out of her. You know, if I make a joke about her, it's never malicious. She she is the best sport. Like she didn't used to be a great sport with her with jokes and stuff like that. But she is such a good sport now about, you know, taking those hits and and laughing them off. So, um so I really appreciate that about her. So she puts up with me. <laughs> All right, man, well, it's been fun. It has been fun. Yeah. Always enjoy talking to you, man. Likewise. Cool. Well, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. I uh, do want to let uh, all the listeners know that you can check us out at innerdialogue.show. Uh, you can check out the back catalog. Uh, if you have questions, comments, anything that you would like to share with us, uh, you can hit us up on our Twitters. Uh, I'm at Mitch Craig. I am at Cam Brennan. And we also are... Uh, quite proficient on uh instagram <laughs> i am radio mitch i'm at cameron we should you know one of these times I, I should just go through and list all the services that we're on and i should just be like and i'm this and then you're always i'm at cam brendan yep same, <laughs> i'm the same everywhere i uh you can check out my website at subversiveblack.com cambrennan.com <laughs> <laughs> well, we could have some fun with that so all right man well we'll see you back here in a couple of weeks and uh should be good so have a good one <laughs>